We've got 10 nights until the next full moon. Well, he was what I would call a Sasquatch. Two pilots that showed unidentified flying objects. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I don't believe 99% of the things that people claim they've seen. I think this is in that 1%. A lot of people make fun of me, but I don't care. I know it's there. G'day and welcome back to the Mellow Tiger Podcast. My name is Bree Wolf, and sitting here with me is Jordan Ernst and Joshua Ernst. How you going? Where you been? G'day. I've been everywhere in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Every corner. <laughs> g'day, g'day. How you going? What are you? You know Slim Dusty? Strike a lie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't know Slim Dusty? I don't know him personally. Or knew him. He's dead. Oh. <laughs> Slim. Sorry. I know this is a podcast about murder, but I think he just died in his sleep or something. Probably cocaine use. Maybe that means sleep would have murdered him. Can you charge it in a court of law? I think you can, but I mean, the judge would be terrified because he's got to go to sleep sometime. And the idiot from Singleton, the man who sued sleep, (laughs) (laughs) has won. How was your lockdown? I feel like we're going to go back in again pretty soon. We have to. I don't see why we Everywhere else is. Surely we're Why are we special? I don't know. I feel Why? like we're getting more and more than everyone else, but still we're allowed to roam free. I know. It's because we make the most money in Singleton is what I think. And we're not scabby like Musselbrook. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. No one alienate Musselbrook. You what? <laughs> Did you see when it first went to Musselbrook? It was a post about it and it was a post like chlamydia standing there going, this town isn't big enough for the tour. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite, actually, Lucy got me onto it, is whenever you see Dave Lazel, he's like the politician from uh, LG yeah. or whatever, whenever you see like him comment on like Facebook posts and you always get like the Karen that comments on, this isn't a joke, Dave Lazel. And Lucy and I were following it for like 20 minutes the other day, the shit she was posting, everyone was like, chill out, Karen. Like, And then you get the other ones that just keep baiting her. Just <laughs> I have never wanted to make a troll account more in my life. <laughs> like to both... Just spirit her along and be like, yes, get him, get him. And then at the last minute, change my stance and be like, I can't believe you're being like this. Like, it'd just be the best. Mm. Lockdown really didn't affect me that much. Didn't really change much. <laughs> I felt, yeah, same. Kind of same. Yeah. It closed, when it closed, I was like, shit, we can't go anywhere. And as soon as they're like, right, are you right to go somewhere? I, was, I stepped outside and was like, the water was too cold. I'm, yeah. like, I'm staying home. <laughs> I was the opposite. Lockdown started and then I started a new job and I had to go to work. Like I had to leave the house and I was oh, like, oh, I'm essential this. now. That's oh. what I was like. Surely not me. <laughs> How about all the unessential people going to work at the mines? Yeah. It's like. Who's unessential would you say at the mines? I don't know. Whoever was unessential. I don't know. But, but who would you say? The traffic is banked up again. Oh, from your opinion. Or like you were sorry, you were saying that I, I mistook what you were saying. Then I thought you were saying Would that there take? was still. You mistook something. <laughs> I thought you were saying you still. There were still people that you didn't think were no. essential. No, when they work. come back, it was <laughs> not like, worthy. Yeah. I was like going to say, say admin, say admin, motherfucker. <laughs> admin. <laughs> what happens when we stop paying these goddamn people and these goddamn invoices? It all falls to shit. It would. We're so worthy. I mean, uh, got to explode stuff. I guess your job's hard. Jord's pushing everything around. My job's very manual, though. We have to be there to do, to load it. And I can imagine sort of you on a computer like, what does escape mean? <laughs> I want to leave my job. Escape, escape. <laughs> it's not working. Because <laughs> you're fine. It worked. <laughs> 
I'm getting a bit that way though. At work, when you come in, there's new programs and stuff. I feel like a bit like a nana when it's like it's too scary, so I don't want to use it. <laughs> I'm just like no change. I, yeah, I change. don't. I don't think I'll be doing that. Thank you. Or like, do you guys have TikTok yet? Yes, I just signed up. It's so good. Everyone was talking so about. It, I'm like, you losers. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm up. like, oh, I'm doing it now. I, I want to upload videos. Up. That's what I, I I saw it and I'm just like, no, I'm not catching on to this trend. I'm not about it. Then I find myself like a half an hour on Facebook oh. just watching TikToks. I'm just. Well, like, I've mm. noticed though on TikTok. If you don't have boobs and you have done a lot of makeup, you won't get views. I watch like all these talented men and women doing things and they got like a thousand likes. And then you just watch this girl sitting there with half a dress on. And it's like that's kind two of, million. You're like, what? That's kind yeah. of your fault though. For yeah, I watched that. it three times. <laughs> this is what, this is what <laughs> I'm getting. Racked up a good just like, views. Isn't this terrible? Like, it's horrible. Watching? No, it's, but it's on part of it. All these people I follow are like not like that at all. And it's like the funniest shit. I love TikTok because it's like it just feels your ADHD because you just go. Oh. And it's just like constant, just looking. Yeah, I think it's because short videos are the way. I reckon, even though they, they're saying what are, what are the experts saying that it's it's limiting our kids, it's making their ex- attention span really short because they're used to just watching quick videos. And like that's shorter they than they usually yeah. are. <laughs> China's gonna kill us anyway. Like, that's yeah, okay, just enjoy it while we can. That's it. Yeah. I reckon. Mm-hmm. I made a TikTok. It's of me with a Snapchat fault filter on to make me look old, having a conversation with like my young self, but I'm grandpa in it. And we're having it. Have you? Did I send that to you? Shift the spread. Have you seen it? I'm just so. like, oh, I'm mad. <laughs> it's like me having conversation. I'll have to show you. That was my first TikTok, but really? I privatized I it. I have to look at it. You have to follow me. I'll follow you. I think. I don't know how to do it. But I'm not sure either. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, I made my Lucy. bio. I made my. I took a photo of one of my ducks and put it on there. I made my bio um, part time duck farmer, full time gamer. Um, what was it? No, that's yuck. No, it was. I just have nothing. Hang on, no. I'm here to I'm going to look at it. I forget it. I don't even know how to get to it. Profile. So I'm called the Big Easy, the Big Easy Farm. I got part time duck farm, a full time game. I'm milking ducks and not giving fucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it. <laughs> that would actually be yeah. You'd probably get a lot of people following you just to look at your ducks. Yeah, yeah. I'll film them. I'll follow anything if I'm just like, oh my Yeah, God, I want to do the one where you. I'll film my ducks for you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do the one where you add the arms that so when they run around, I can oh. be like, ah, from the fire. I don't know, man. I, I'm new to this too. You yeah. can get the actual like Hulk arms you can actually attach to your ducks and let them run Oh, the real? Arms. Yeah. 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 I think you, you'll get so many people like, that's a muse. Yeah. Me. That's me. Why is it so dry? <laughs> I'll get like animal cruelty shit though because I'll do like mock charges and scaring. Like I'll, I'll come around the corner with camera and, and scare the goose. And <laughs> you can't do that to the goose, man. It doesn't matter what you do. You'll get heaps of like hate for something. Good. I wanted to start one. I saw one lady. She had heaps and she's like a big fat lady and her husband's like super ripped. And I was like looking at me, then looking at Dan, then looking at me and looking at Dan. And I was like... Yeah, I think we could do this. Because <laughs> it was just like, everyone's like, does he cheat on you and stuff? And she was like, no way, no. And I was just like, they get so many views because people are so intrigued and disgusted. I was like, hey, Dan, you want to do a few more sit-ups and I'll eat another cake? And I think we got this in the back, son. Dan's like, I'm going to my bed. Yeah, Dan was like, please don't talk to me for 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> no, he was kind of like, mm, I don't think so. But yeah, we, we were going to do a Devil May Care episode because you'd think with all the time we had in lockdown, we could come up with more stuff. <laughs> I legit put it together in the last hour or two. So did I. Yeah, yeah I've had like three hours sleep. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. hey. Empty. No, we don't. We care about our listeners. We care about this show and we put a lot of thought and effort That's into exactly it. exactly right. I've, we've got episodes going on in the background, but they just take too much research like to be done too quickly. And then plus we all have our lives. Like I've gone back to work now. Things aren't mm. as easy as they once were. And children. Yeah. Children are the worst. Yeah. Yeah. We have some great listeners, so I was reached out by quite a few. Oh, you break. guys are the best. <laughs> yeah, heaps nice. 
Hayden actually, I was speaking, I work with his wife and he was on the phone oh, yeah. to her and she's like, my husband wants to talk to you. And I was like, I don't know him. She's like, I know he doesn't know you either. And he's strange. She just wants to talk. She just, he just wants to talk to you. And I was like, I don't know how to say no to this. <laughs> I'm a people pleaser. Okay. Cause I didn't know <laughs> okay. what it was about. I had no idea. And he was like, first time, uh, long time listener, first time caller. And it took me a second <laughs> to be like, what? And then it hit me and I get really embarrassed. Cause I'm like, oh, people in our real life yeah, know. know about this. Like and bump, it's yeah. so embarrassing. Yeah. Well, I get super embarrassed. I run into guys at work. They're like, oh, I love the episodes. Listen to them one or not. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm super normal. Or people will ask about it because they'll talk about podcasts. I was like, oh, yeah, I've got a podcast. And they'll be like, oh, what is it? I really want to listen to it. Like, it seems like it'd be fun. I was like, no. Yeah. Nah. I'm not or giving it or to you. what is it about? <laughs> Just different stuff. Yeah. Just stuff. I follow a guy on Instagram. He's an artist and he draws heaps of like Bigfoot cryptid stuff. He's really cool. And he did a live. And it was like, must have been really late in the state. So there was no one on it except for like me. And it was just me and him having a chat backwards and forwards on this live. And he's like, I'm going to go check your podcast out. It sounds really good. I was like, no, I want to be your friend. Please don't. <laughs> there's no and way. We you never talked ever <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> I was like, there's no way you'd be interested in this. No way. <laughs> Ash, who I used to go to school with, she reached out, which was super lovely. And there's like just the usual, like Lucy and Steph. And yeah. Lucy did not say very nice things about my solo episodes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with just listening to me. <laughs> I like the stories. It's just Thank how you, they were you? worded. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I was just having a shot at you. You said we're getting some crit- critical feedback yeah. here. Okay, let's not be splitting the funds. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you're getting far less now. Oh, I'm it's like you just went volunteer mode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't laugh when the Patreon kicks off. I'm just kidding. It's all wish. It'll just Patreon? be like, I'll make 17 different accounts and be paying my own. Oh my God, we can. Oh geez, I we thought you just that, no, We can do that thing where you, what do you do with the money? Well, you wash it. You wash the money. Like dirty la- laundry. Launder it. You wash it. We put it in the sink. It's okay now. It's all good, guys. You wash laundry. You yes, launder I, I it. I understand. So I was just <laughs> making a joke. Like, righto. Who wants to go first? You can do laundering with ducks. You can buy ducks off me, resell them back at the poultry markets, and there I'd you go. Re- I'd rather shit in my hands and clap. <laughs> That's fair enough. Because it'll smell less. Because if you handle ducks, you'll have a lot That's of shit what in your I hands. Mean, like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it just becomes a permanent smell. <laughs> Josh, do you want to go first? Because you hand wrote a bunch of stuff. I did. Uh, um, I can't move my right arm. Can you, can you, can you read your own? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can, actually. When I was writing, I was like, that doesn't make any sense, that word, but I'll remember it. <laughs> I just love how, like, everything about us is just, like, kind of, like, symbolic of who we are. Jordan and I have, like, travelled oh, so, so, and so we've tranquil. done this. And we sit here with our iPads and Josh is like, I told this out of one of my wife's bookies. I wrote it when I was on the toilet. It was my book. <laughs> <laughs> We're ever so proud. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, at, look at us talking down to people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my iPads cost too much money. I got to feed children. And poultry. Your child has an iPad. Yeah, she's always on it. That's why I never on. <laughs> the sacrifices you make as a dad. <laughs> I'd have these hands so my child can have an iPad. I have no iPad so my child can have an iPad. <laughs> right. Hit us with what Sorry, you got. Go ahead. All right, kick it off then. My one is I read this a while ago and I, I was really interested in it. And I forgot all about it though to make an episode. But it popped up the other day and it's called, uh, I hope you guys haven't heard it because it's pretty cool, uh, Lake Nios in... Um, you haven't heard it? it? Whereabouts is Lake Niles? Lake Niles is in uh, Cameroon. Cameroon, which is... Cameroon um, is in like Middle East? It's Africa. So is, yeah, Africa's in the Middle East. Yeah, no, Africa's not Middle East. Yes, it is. I don't know, it probably is. It's its own Africa's continent. Africa's not is, Middle isn't, East. Africa's its yes, own it continent. Is, Middle East is like... Egypt in the Middle East? Egypt's in Africa. Egypt's a country. So Africa's the Middle East. If no, Egypt's Egypt in is, Africa... Egypt is the Middle East. Egypt's Africa, continent. Middle, Middle East is like Iraq, Iran, Europe, Turkey and, Asia, and all that. Yeah. 
Is, I'm Asia Moana. Africa is Middle East, or is it? No. Yes, it is. Is it not? No. I'm going to say no. All the way through our work. Oh, sorry, that should be playing through there. <laughs> Was that someone coming to help us out? No, no, it's just I, health and safety person. It's just. Oh, it's your phone. It's <laughs> <laughs> my induction to work. Oh, really? <laughs> so it just playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um. It is. Ooh, drum roll. <laughs> Isn't Mid- Middle is East is like Middle Africa, East is Iran, in Iraq, Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mid- she's Middle East. Wild. Is Africa in the Middle she, East? She's in denial. <laughs> Get it? The Nile's in Egypt. Uh, <laughs> Which is in Africa. Wait. Yeah. yeah. The Middle <laughs> East. To wait, tell you. wait. The Middle East is a geo, geo, geopolitical term that commonly refers to the region spanning the Levant, Arabian Peninsula, Anatolia, Egypt, Iran, and Iraq. Okay, so maybe it takes a bit is of Africa it? into it. That didn't answer. Is Africa considered the Middle East? Maybe parts of it it's after a loose hearing term. that. term. Oh, sometimes the Middle East includes North Africa yeah, as well. Yeah, so it's not all of it. Right up. We're not wrong, but we're not right. But no one cares also. I don't know what I was reading now. Sorry. <laughs> the, like, the Lake Niles. Lake Niles. 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 So it's, I, I got this article from the Smithsonian Magazine. Mm. So I had to find it again. Yeah. Yes, I do actually. How much it. is a subscription to that? Uh, too much. Um, when you don't have iPads, you can afford anything. <laughs> <laughs> Two magazines in North. <laughs> okay, so a disaster's happened, right? So on the night of the disaster, a fella named Ephraim Chi was in his mud brick house. So this is Ephraim. Ephraim. Yep. Yep. Ephraim. How's E E P H R I A M. Ephraim. Look, man, you just, just you just Sorry. do you. You <laughs> just, just roll with whatever it, 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 it is. Just get so this nervous. is actually pretty big. Let's just make a look. So how did you spell the? I'm gonna call him Chi. Well, Kung Fu Panda tried to find yeah. to defeat okay. that uh, fella. Din, 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 din. Was in his mud brick house. It was located on a cliff above Nile, so it's Nile's Lake. It's okay. a lake called Nile's. Um, yeah, 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 which is a Crater Lake in the volcanic highlands of northwest Cameroon. So Chi was a farmer, like a substance farmer, with his four children. So uh, substance, I didn't know what it was. So, substance farmer, yes. like opium. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so he is that racist? We shave. Yeah. I was like coke. I like cocaine. Well, what he does is he shaves goat hair and they mix it down to a fine substance and snort it. No, no, no. It's a form of farming in which nearly all the crops and livestock raised are used to maintain the farm and his family, leaving little, if any, surplus for sale or trade. So it's just pretty much so he's self-sufficient. Like self-sufficient, yeah. that's yeah. it. But you don't make a heap, you know, to sort of to sell to other people. So basically, farming's cool. Sounds cool, yeah. Yeah, basically just doing it old school, just doing what you need to survive. And Having a it. life of substance. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't end well for him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, he don't, we don't Wait, know. Josh, just read. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, so I thought that was interesting, but anyway, he raised you, yeah, yeah, I get lost like you do. This is hard. Jeez, I always pick on you. Um, so around 9 p.m. <laughs> this is, I can't read my writing. I knew it. <laughs> the kid and iPad. So around 9 p.m., Chi, so I'm not using his full name now, heard a rumbling that sounded like a rock slide. Not long after, a strange white mist rose from the lake. So mm-hmm. this, is getting, this is like Antonio Banderas. He proceeded to go into the bed. Uh, proceeded to go to bed telling his children that it looked- <laughs> he under the bed everyone get up it's fine <laughs> go play in the mist <laughs> so he proceeded to go to bed yeah the van der Vibra. yeah so they proceeded to go to bed telling his children that it looked like rain was on the way while going to bed he started to feel ill so did this mist come up to the house? Just comes up all over, yeah, on the lake. Okay. It comes up, not to his house because they're a little bit higher, but okay. it, you can see it down at the water. It comes around. It came around the water. So near the lake shore down below, 
Halima Suli, a cow herder. I'm sorry, a cow. Uh, so she was with a cow herd, and her four children had gone to bed for the night. She. Well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There's no point picking on you. You do it to yourself. Oh, no. Anyway, so her four children had gone to bed for the night. She heard the rumbling too, which sounded like shouting of many voices, is what she said. So it sounded like a lot of voices shouting. So a big wind gushed through her extended family, small compound of thatched huts, and she suddenly passed out in her words like a dead person. So she just, all of a sudden, she heard the sound too, and a big wind gushed through the, the little dwelling they were in, her mm-hmm. and her family, and she just passed out. She felt like I just, she was dead. Like she just went, dropped, passed out. At first light, Chi headed downhill. Nice is normally a crystal blue colour, but it was replaced with a dull red. So the lake itself was hmm. normally like a nice blue, and it's now red. Um, when he reached the lake's um, only outlet, so like where all the water goes, which would normally form into a waterfall, he found to, um, to be it found it to be strangely dry. So something's happened there. He then noticed how quiet everything was. Even the usual birds and insect sounds were absent. He was so scared, his knees were shaking, and he ran further along the lake. So, obviously, he's tripping out. He notices something's wrong. So, it is opium. It's opium. There's he sold it to himself. And it <laughs> he then heard screaming. It was Suli, the lady who went to bed before yeah. the kids, and that, who was freaking out and had torn all the clothes off. She screamed out, um, Chi, come here. Why won't they move again? Why are these people lying here? So, all of the family were just li- like lying there. Were they dead? Well, yeah. They're all dead. They found out they were dead. Yeah, but oh, they were wow. just lying there. So she woke up. They're all lying there. So he tried to. Um, so yeah. So there were bodies scattered everywhere. Suli's children and thirty-one other members of her family um, were lying all around the compound and that, just lying there, where they had been previously that night. I'm smelling white people. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's mixed. It's like a, it's a community that's got like they're obviously no. I mean, like the white people did it. Yeah. Yeah. They've got something Typical that they white, white people, white people yeah, move. The colonizers. <laughs> Here, take a blanket. It's <laughs> <laughs> smallpox. She kept trying to shake her father awake. So that's she's there trying to. That's the joke, Josh. Yeah, she I know. Had. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, Function. so she couldn't wake yeah. her. She just, no one knows what's going on. She said that there were it, no flies in the bodies. The flies were dead too. It's really terrible unless ah. your parents are really rich and you are now the sole inheritor. Of everything. Yes. Silver linings. Yes. And that's the end of the story. That's what happened. <laughs> he had a cowboy hat. <laughs> but the so, flies are dead, so something's so flies in the are dead. So everything's dead. So Chi uh, went to a lower village in Nios, and he found nearly every one of the villages of 1,000 people were dead. Shit. Like nearly, sorry, nearly 1,000. Very nearly. Dude, I'd be like out of there so quick. Yeah. yeah. So nearly everyone's dead, including his parents, siblings, uncles, and aunts. Oh, no. He said he just kept crying. It was so. This happened on August the twenty first, nineteen eighty six, and he thought it was the end of the world. Yeah, like you just, would, everyone, was, everyone was dead. And yeah, no sounds, no anything, no like blood or whatever. Mm, it's like the Lion King. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except we won in the end, Lion King, right? Kind of. Well, the lions are. So yeah. they're the white people. Of I think Africa. I think we lost because the Lion King was the morality was like grow up and take responsibility of yeah. your shit. Yeah, and <laughs> so don't have brothers. If so many people died. Does anyone really win? Do you know what I mean? All the guys that His didn't dad die? was dead. The herd was just absolutely traumatised by what Scar and the hyenas put him through. There was no animals left. That's going to take a while to get back on. They're going to have to have some sort of breeding program. Someone's going to have to fertilise the grass. It was gone. No one wins. Do you know what... Um, Sorry to distract, <laughs> distract from that, but the Lion King... What is, Mufasa literally means like king. Yeah. 
and Scar's real name was something that started with T. Does that mean it, shit? It means garbage. One was literally <laughs> named King and, and the other one garbage. garbage. And you wonder why he was... <laughs> changes the story a bit. Hey, it no, does. I'm kind of on Scar's yeah. side. This son's sure. name is King. This son's name is Garbage. Yeah, they'd be right. Yeah. yeah. He won't resent we'll him. It's actually a story in what favorit- favoritism can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, within days, scientists around the world, come. they came to Niles. So they thought it was the volcano under its crater had erupted, leaking deadly fumes. But after years, so it's been, it took them that long to work out sort of what it was. Mm. After years, they discovered a more monstrous geological disaster, one thought to exist in myth. They soon realised it could reoccur at Niles at any other, and any other lake nearby. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a tease. I'm not going to tell you what it is straight away. Stay tuned Until next week. So tune after <laughs> this break. It's well within my constitutional right to live on the lake if I so choose. This is fake news. <laughs> it's just sort of imagine they're trying to move people. Yeah. <laughs> so the lake is small, roughly half a square mile in area. Nos is the regional. Um, I don't know how to say this one. It's it's two M's in again. So just M M M N M N. Meme. M N. Language. So it's a language. M M N. Oh, okay. Is it M M N? Man. I'm not familiar yep. with the language. The, the, first, the first M is silent. First M's capital, M's silent. <laughs> Just men. <laughs> language means good. Because it's a man language means good. And in the girls' language, though, it means bad. Because men are bad. No, but in, in Tengikon, which is another language, a related tongue, it means to crush. Which is weird. I'm going to name this lake after to crush. Because it's happened before. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. No, you're, you're completely wrong. Local <laughs> mythology suggests that people around Nos have long been aware that the lake harbored destruction. So there's obviously been some I'm sort not of too myth aware around it. Over yeah. a thousand of them died. Yeah, but they forgot about it. It was a myth. This isn't. It's like saying Khaleesi used to fly dragons, and we don't put up, you know, big arches to shoot down dragons, and all of a sudden we get burned. Like, oh, oh yeah, so this, this really happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Chi told a story that he learned from his grandfather long ago. So. He, the scientists come there and they question, obviously, the survivors, and he was one of them. And he told them a story long ago. A group of villagers decided to cross Lake Niles. This is ages ago. Mm-hmm. One man parted the waters, but a mosquito bit the man on the testicle. When he, <laughs> when he so uh, sorry, parted wait. like Moses. Moses down. Yeah, that's what it was like. They said it's a story. One of them in their culture or whatever. And he said, <laughs> but when, bit the man on the testicle. I know, I read it this way too. It was crazy. Why were they out? Um, mosquitoes <laughs> just breathing <laughs> was he parting water <laughs> just <laughs> mosquitoes like that, that doesn't obey any laws of physics <laughs> mm, that's a one to be good juice imagine the juices <laughs> imagine the juices in his nuts that would give me a power <laughs> uh, Moses ball power <laughs> I would have patted excellent mosquito <laughs> don't stop Oh. When he swatted the insect, he lost his grip on the waters, and <laughs> everyone was like and everyone was drowned. That's incompetent. Yeah. Everyone trusted him. Imagine him up front, he's got his hands outstretched in the water, and he's like, "Oh, it's <laughs> this is an episode of Family Guy." Yeah, yeah, off the boat. You just imagine him. Oh man, not now. Don't scratch. And the, and the mosquitoes filling up. He's like, "Can't do it." <laughs> You know what it's like. I'm not letting you take on my blood. <laughs> Wait, so but none of this is real, obviously. It's a, st- it's a myth. It's a story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a like story his grandfather religion, told him. Like yeah. Christianity. My like dad told us about Monster Island, <laughs> even though that's real. Could be more real than Christianity. Yeah, we parted waters. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so he's, he's going for the mosquito and everyone drowned. I, w- I would have taken it like a champ just to save everyone. So you hear them talking sometimes, but you do not see them. The people that drowned that day, they reckon. Fuck you, Jared. And that's what. Why did you t- not so, touch your nuts? So itchy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she was saying, wasn't it? She was saying about listen, hearing people shouting and all. Yeah, like, like many voices. I think that was more in terms of the rock slide. Mm. That they oh, but heard, you could but, apply it to. But this she could, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what the yeah. So, 
So on August, so they can't work out what it is. They still don't know what it is. So they're like, on August 15th, 1984, so this is going two years before NOS, there was another event similar, 60 miles south of NOS, is a place called Monown, um, which is surrounded by farms. A man named Abdo was biking to another village when he descended into a dip in the road. So he's gone down a bit of a gully. There was a pickup truck that belonging to the, um, the local priest parked there. He found the local priest's dead body next to the truck. Further on, he found a body still astride on a, on a stalled motorbike. Was so it like a child? Legs, no, it was, it was a person. <laughs> so it's, it's probably you that first time you tried to ride the motorbike. He's ran into a tree and it fell over and your legs were still around it. Imagine that. I almost broke my arm and you cried about your motorbike and Dad was like, Joshua. Because I warned him not to put you on it. No one listens to me. <laughs> It is true. And you thought the accelerator was a brake. I did not. I, I for the tree. I knew what I was doing. I just panicked. <laughs> that XR8 went da- through so much. <laughs> and Dad turned to me and goes, look what you've done. <laughs> what told you what would happen? No, because yeah. I crashed the motorbike and I was like, ow, my arm. And Dad legit thought it could be broken. And you were like, what a bitch. I'm like, yeah, oh I ran straight to the motorbike, picked it yeah, up. Yeah, Dad was, was like, your sister could be hurt. And you were like, and? <laughs> and then he looked at the tree and he's like, yeah. shit. But yeah, so his legs were still around it. So it was like he was riding and then died and it stalled. So thinking a terrible accident had happened, Abdo started sinking into a kind of trance. Um, so he thought an accident happened the way okay. they were all brought out. So, but he started sinking into a kind of a trance, he said. So as he passed a herd of dead sheep and other stored vehicles with corpses. What? So this is some walking dead shit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so he's in the dip, remember? So as he started to progress uphill, he ran into one of his friends walking towards him. So he started to walk out of the dip. One of his friends are coming back to, like, going the opposite way he just come. So he tried to tell him to turn back, but he couldn't move his mouth like he was in a dreamlike state because he's obviously something's affecting him and he couldn't. No, he's not. It's not like that. It's It's almost like paralysis. Yeah, like something's affected him. Yeah, and he just you know when you're all drowsy, you can't really move much. You can't say much. Did his friend just look at him walk past him? They shook. They just shook heads. So all they done was um they shook hands silently and they both continued. That's weird. Directions. That's weird. But back in them days, he's probably when he says friend, it's probably a guy. You know, you know, you just walk past him and go, hey, how you going? Hey, how you going? Keep walking. So obviously he couldn't really say much. He's probably walking towards him. Just was weird. Shook his hand. Just kept going. Going. He's probably drunk or something. So when they say friend, it's probably not your friend friends. It's probably it's like an acquaintance. Yeah, you got to remember back in them days, like, it's not really not back in the day, but where they located, it's very rural. So they probably know everybody. Oh, and they sort of hey, just, yeah. Yeah, hey, hey, I'm yeah. not your friend, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, he couldn't stop him. He just, he said he was just so like drunk pretty much. Yeah. And woozy. Well, something's obviously affected him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so his friend kept going in the other direction. So. His friend and 36 others that travelled that low stretch of road did, did not survive. So his friend went in there and died. So you reckon people are like immune to whatever it is then? Oh, I know what it is. I'm not going to tell you. Oh. Are you asking me or George? No. Ask George because yeah, I know. It's just an air it out. Yeah. I'm just airing my voice into the... What do you reckon's in the dip? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking on a bit of a Thanos vibe. There's too many people in the universe. Come to the dip. Who did this to my sheep? But the priest was there. I better make it look like it wasn't me. Kill the priest. It's got to be aliens. I thought aliens too. For Jesus sure. Christ, they're so aliens are so crap. I reckon it's like such a, a cop out. Isn't such it? a cop out. <laughs> it's a gas leak of some description. The sheep are full of. They ate something weird and then they farted a whole bunch and then it created because the dip. That's why there's a tax now. Well, it's like anything. Like if you go in a dip, the air is like heavy. Like it's colder down there because well, the air different air is heavier and like. Like you're onto lighter. something. Do you know what I mean? You're so shit something. falls into the dip because it's a heavier, heavier substance, substance in yeah. the air. So you're pretty much nearly onto something. I'm a fucking anyway. scientist. Rumours about governments attack, attacks, etc. were going around. We don't have Facebook, so obviously the whole world wasn't bitching oh, about it. Oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
The US Embassy sent in a, volca- a volcanoist, which is his name was Ferguson, to investigate several months after the incident. Go so they took the their market. time. They took their time, but I mean, obviously, back, you know, it probably takes a lot of time for it to spread around there, rumors or, or incidents. But number one, he found no signs of eruption. He detected no temperature increase in the water, no disturbance of lake bed, no sulfur compounds. So things you would. Assume so gas, he's just gassy cross- stuff that would... Yeah, he's just crossing these off the list. Yeah, yeah. But um, a strange thing did happen, though, when he, he took a, a water bit, sample. He got bitten by on the sack by a And then he became Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the dip. <laughs> Come take a dip in the dip. And he go, ha, 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 very funny. No, thanks. <laughs> he said, no, thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Something seems off. <laughs> Something not right about you, Sergey. <laughs> Come to the dip, I tell you what's wrong. <laughs> okay, I really want to know. <laughs> so anyway, a strange thing did happen though when he took a water sample from the lake depths. So this is getting back to when you said yeah. heavier stuff floats to obviously the, the, the bottom. Oh, and this is why the lake turned red. So it in the shallow, silt on it. we couldn't get anything in the shallow waters yeah. now. So it's gone to the, the depths. In the shallow. <laughs> tell me something, boy. What am I thinking of Miley Cyrus? <laughs> so yeah, so he took a water sample in a bottle and the lid popped off. After he told you know when you would shake yeah, a coke pressure. or something pressure yeah so the lid popped off the water was loaded with carbon dioxide mm-hmm. um, the depths around Lake Monan were consistent with carbon dioxide asphyxiation so but how does carbon dioxide well it's what you breathe out so I if know you what take yeah is, I know but, but what I'm saying is if you're in a, you know when you're in a room let's say a box and you keep breathing yeah. you're sucking all the air and it turns into carbon dioxide and uh-huh. in the end you're left with carbon dioxide yeah. so and then plants eat carbon dioxide when you pass out yeah, so you need trees it's when you pass out and you need tree at the lake do they have trees at the lake 400 or, no it, it was just just listen <laughs> um, carbon dioxide is a, a colourless odourless gas heavier than air mm-hmm. so it's heavier than air air that is 5% carbon dioxide snuffs out candles and car engines 10% causes people to hyperventilate, grow dizzy, and eventually go into a coma. And 30%, you gasp and drop dead. Okay. So if it's 30%, you're dead. You just die straight away. Jeez, don't even get to 50%. No, I, mean, I guess 50% would be the same. And you're, unless you're the end-level boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snooze. So, they were probably, so the people, how did they survive? Like the people that didn't affect them, they were just like super fit or something. No, they all, everyone went to the dip survives at this fellow. Obviously, he was going through on a bicycle to start with and had to get off it because he started feeling a bit off. So he just didn't wasn't affected by it. Well, he got through it quicker. Others. He got yeah. through it quicker okay. than. Whereas the priest is obviously parked. So and what got about out. the lady who all her family died, but she didn't? We'll get to Okay, sorry. They still don't know. Okay. <laughs> so we're not getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, there's a, there's um, obviously a theory of why. But carbon dioxide is also a, nat, um, is a natural byproduct of geologic processes. So the melting and cooking of rock. So most of the time it, it, it harmlessly disperses quickly um, from the vents in the earth and that. So it, it, it always happens, but it's dispersed so quickly into the you know open air you don't notice it. Oh, but if it yeah. came up through the water. If it, yeah, can he make it sound like a water monster? But it, it will. Maybe that's true. <laughs> grizzly bears met the same fate at Yellowstone. You'll like this because you travel and you like Grizzly bears, right? Uh, Yellowstone. I've been you there. have a t-shirt or some shit. I Grizzly actually wore one last night. Yeah, well, not... too bad you didn't go to the uh, Death Gulch. I did. <laughs> oh, shit, really? Yeah. Well, there's a place there known as the Death Gulch. That's why I put this in here because I thought you might know. Oh, okay. So, Surely a very happy place. So bears have met the same fate there every now and then. And yeah. so have wildebeest and they didn't. And it took the scientists ages to figure it out because they they would come around near these like um air, where hot air was dispersed from the earth it. in winter. Yeah. And one year the rangers were doing something and they came across like a whole something. family of buffaloes, but only... <laughs> <laughs> 
not the buffalo. The range. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But the rangers were checking on the area. Had to and, kill and when they anybody. got there, they didn't understand how they could have died because there was nothing wrong with them at all. They yeah. were all like... They just dropped dead. And then it came to it. Yeah, yeah. It was because they lost all their oxygen. Yeah. Because of, yeah. Ah. So, that's like a rare... That's a very rare sort mm. of small pocket. But after a few weeks, um, Sergison concluded carbon dioxide from magma degassing de- deep underground Lake Monan had percolated up into the lake's bottom years, uh, sorry, bottom layers of water for years or centuries. So it's just piled up and obviously because yeah. it's heavy, it's sat there. Yeah. So creating a giant hidden time bomb ah. of carbon dioxide. It suddenly exploded, releasing a wave of concentrated carbon dioxide. That's crazy. He called the phenomenon a uh, hitherto unknown natural disaster. But a few months before Nios, he submitted, so this is two months before it happened yeah. at Nios, Nios, whatever you want to call it, he submitted his studies to to science, like the, the prestigious US Journal, I guess yeah. is the name of it. Mm. Yeah, so science rejected the paper as a far-fetched, so the theory remained unknown. You know Ross is sitting on that board. Ross from Friends? Well, actually, no. This seems... Uh, I, I don't haven't know, seen I Friends. Think, what? You've never seen yeah. Friends? No. Is that bad? Yes. I don't I don't know if it's bad. Dun, it's dun, just unusual. Dun. No, it's bad. It's bad? There's yeah. a waterfall at the start. I don't know that much. No, it's not. It's a fountain. Damn it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just backed up. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. That's that's what science does every time. It just refutes what it, whatever new comes to them. Isn't that the idea of the whole uh, science is like an investigation and then it's mm. just like, I don't it's know. It's always so, like, um, correcting itself. Or this is why that man with Bigfoot that had the camel entrails... So oh, oh yeah, we old Hank. Was, yeah, we don't yeah. know if it wasn't real. And you wouldn't know until now. But okay. the Lake Anaios blew up, killing 50 times more people than that at Monown. So he's been... Um, it, the theory is... Um, remain, it remains unknown because they won't publish it. So no one knew about oh, it. Oh, so no this one is could, like 10 out of 10. It's probably what it is, but no one will publish yeah, it. Yeah, no one will publish it. So he's, he's sort of worked out roughly what it, it, sounds what right. it is, but he can't sort of put his finger on how it happens, where it would happen, and et cetera, et cetera. But they've obviously just said, that sounds crazy, that's stupid, it wouldn't happen. Outrageous. <laughs> oh my God, it's, don't look at your feeds, it's Niles. <laughs> <laughs> so scientists from different fields and countries swarm Niles. An American, so it's back to Niles now. Okay. An American um, limonologist, which is a lake scientist, crazy, I'd just call him a lake scientist, <laughs> George Kling, who was making his second trip there. So he was there one year before the incident happened. He was there doing one of his theses or one of his little papers to get his um, credit. credit Told a cute little scientist with yeah. a little paper. <laughs> Look, I got water in a jar. <laughs> telling me something. <laughs> now give me tenure. Give me a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> me a limonologist. <laughs> he was there one year before the incident sampling the waters from shore because he didn't have access to a boat to go deeper. So he sampled water from the shallow ends and, okay. and, and, and like so he could only test the shallow water which had no hints of dangerous gases so so now a year later the local boy who guided him along um so the year before the like, guide him along was dead along mm. with nearly everyone else he had met that's so sad <laughs> yeah he said he was like it who was gets the village though the white people what do you mean? <sighs> who gets the family <laughs> <Bible>? <laughs> well if everyone's dead no, everyone's stuff. dead, but most, I, I think it was like 99.5% of Who it gets got, their houses? It's like the Black Plague. When everyone died, everyone just started claiming shit. It was like, mine. Just yeah, free well, for all. I don't think it's yeah. like, it's just like an, it's only 1996, but it's like very remote. So it's not really like. There's no like computers or stuff. No. Yeah, it didn't. No, they write on paper. Oh, that's weird. They get hand cramps. It really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they struggle to read. <laughs> and people pick on them. You were almost born then. 
Uh, three years later, yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you. Jeez, I was thinking how long ago it was. My husband was already born. Oh my God. He was the leader of the village. <laughs> the white people. He'd been, around, he'd been around for two years. <laughs> <laughs> so the scientists took um, inflatable dinghies out to the lake and immediately grasped that the villagers perished the same way these one, the ones did it um, at Manown. Okay. So they finally got, oh my God, it wasn't fake. Just or, gathering more evidence. Yeah, exactly. So scientists, this is what they pieced together. So the crater lake is extremely deep, so 682 feet, which is pretty deep for a lake. Mm. So and and um, rests atop a porous, carrot-shaped deposit of volcanic rubble, a pile of boulders and ash left from old eruptions. So carbon dioxide may remain from this old activity, or it could be forming now in magma from below. So wherever it comes from, underwater springs transport the gas upward into the deep lake bottom water. So it goes from in the ground into the lake and sits on the bottom of the lake because okay. it's heavy. So there, under pressure from the lake water above, the gas accumulates pressure, keeps CO2 from coalescing into bubbles. So the, so water, the weight of the water there. holds it yeah. there and puts pressure on it. So it keeps building carbon dioxide through the bottom like a soda and pressurised through the top. Yep. Yeah, so it's turning into a bomb. So exactly as a cap on it, the bottle keeps soda from fizzing. But something had to detonate it. So like it can sit there like that and keep yeah. pressurising. So but it's like taking the lid off the bottle. Some you need kid something. threw a rock in there or yeah. something. So the boy was like, you know, I'm throw a rock in there. And then did I pick it? The what? Was no, that right? The boy oh. didn't throw a rock in there. Oh. We don't know. It was a fuck. Uh. <laughs> so one theory. So they're still not really too sure how. That's that's what happened. Okay. They know they're what not, happened. They know yeah. what happened. They don't know how it got set off. So one theory is boulders crashing into the lake. Maybe the rock slide she oh, heard. Yeah, oh, yeah. They could have set it off. So it's gone in rocks. Have hit the bottom and stirred it up. So it stirred the water and the carbon dioxide up. So yeah. it's got above the water. The water pressure's pushed it up at a, at a yeah. rate at yeah. a high rate. Um, an adjacent cliff did have signs of fresh rock slide or, or a um, fluke drop in air temperature causing surface water to cool and suddenly sink. Mm-hmm. So it's made the water light as well, got underneath it. And, but they're, they're still not too sure. They're just the things they think. There was a few other... So why did the lady survive and her family didn't? Um, they, they honestly they don't know, but they have a theory on it. But whatever the cause, whatever, um, whatever the cause, water saturated with carbon dioxide was displaced upwards from the bottom. As it rose and pressures lessened, dissolved carbon dioxide bubbled out of the solution, so out of the water, the carbon dioxide started to release, and the bubbles drew more gas-laden water into their wake and so on. So it's all scientific terms, but it's obviously escaping yeah. and while still not gaining momentum. and Yeah, just accumulating. Yeah, until the lake exploded. The Boom. explosion also brought up iron-rich water, which um, oxidized at the surface and turned the lake red. red. That's yeah. why it went to red. So the explosion released a cloud of carbon dioxide that hit Sue's family first and poured downhill at 45 miles per hour through two valleys into the villages, even a village 14 miles from the lake. So what's that, like 70k? Uh, we're doing this again. Um, yeah, Come I would say. A night, probably a bit more, 75, 80 nearly. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so it's a long way. That's, that's very fast. And then 14 miles from the lake. Shit. So, yeah, so it's oh, like gone just bang. It's gone well. across everything. It's washed it's across heavy. villages. Yeah, it's heavy. It stayed low. So people on high ground survived. A handful at lower elevations like Suli was spurred, uh, spared for no apparent reason. But So that's everything I've written down. But there's theories. I looked at it before. There's theories on it like she might have passed out like a, on, say, a table. Or okay. she might have passed out up a bit higher. Yeah. So it's spared. So some people... Or she's like sleep apnea or something so she doesn't breathe in as much yeah. as she yeah. breathe in. Yeah, it could have just come down to luck. Yeah, there was something in there too about like um, uh, people. Well, I think I missed the page. Did I? No. And it, no, there was something in there about people who would um come come awake and um so they would pass out for a whole day 
and they would wake up and see everyone dead next to them. Isn't that like brain damage by that point? And, oh, I think so. But anyway, they committed suicide because they're like, they woke up and seen all their family. They like, would have been scared like, shit. That's what I mean. Yeah. They're like, holy Jesus. Freaked and, out. And then also half messed up from the gas and that. And oh, I'd be going through my crowbar. That, I'd be going, Stabbling. where's crowbar? No, remember, we talked about this. Number one. Oh, you think the zombies are coming? I don't know, but I just know I need it. <laughs> sitting there waiting for them to wake up. <laughs> yeah, if you watch too much Walking yeah. Dead legit, you'd be yeah. like... That, that, that was it. That's I thought it That's was very, that was creepy and at the start and that then yeah it had horror and science yeah science. Oh, it's my favorite a Sci- great mixture sci-fi <laughs> <laughs> but true yeah but and mic drop <laughs> and <laughs> there goes the paper that I never have to look at ever again but I thought it was really cool like also all the animals like heaps of animals were dead to cows it's awesome like everything was just yeah. it's great <laughs> it's my favorite. We're well, in the tanning business, so it worked out well for him. It worked yeah, out the one well guy that was left. She, she's like, yeah, so they mysteriously disappeared. He's been throwing rocks in the lake all this time. <laughs> she has like Blow, s- God damn it. several hundred necklaces on his like, It's weird. My wife gave them to me. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I think that's like um, I heard about like methane bottles, uh, bubbles at the bottom of the ocean. So if they pop and come up into the atmosphere, and like they're massive bubbles, and if one comes in like, contact with a volcano or something, it can set the whole top of the world on fire. Yeah. And it causes extinctions and that. Yeah, live life, man. Live life, love, while you can. Live life because like a carbon dioxide bubble. You mean, you mean not just stare at the ocean? <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Come on. Just do whatever you want. Let your, watch, your kid watch as much TV because I'll do that we anyway. might be dead tomorrow. You yeah. know? And who's going to care then? God, too much screen time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go next, Jude? Yeah, I can go next. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Josh. You did great, mate. Oh, no worries, guys. <laughs> thanks for participating. Um, I'm going to get into. I don't know if Dad briefly touched on this before in one of the other podcasts. This but, isn't um, the yet ski, is it? He oh, briefly touched. They go, they go <laughs> twenty minutes of content. Yeah. Yeah, damn it! No, it's the it's a good old Aussie gold hunt, and it's oh. Lasseter's lost reef of gold. I have been thinking about this a lot. Mm. Oh, like, I want to go to find it, because why can't we? Yeah, well, it must still be out there. Right, exactly. So, in 1929, Lewis Hubert Lesseter began writing to federal and state politicians describing a reef in Central Australia bearing gold. No politicians were interested in funding a journey to the reef, but two expeditions would set out regardless, capturing the imagination of the nation and its presence in the process. The writer of these letters was a man mostly commonly known as Lassiter, although he went by variety, a variety of nicknames, including Das and Possum. Typical Aussie names, right? <laughs> das and Possum. I would have called him the Vampire Lestat. You've never, uh, you know, I was thinking, interview yeah. Vampire, interview vampire yeah. I was thinking Lazarus, like, you know, brings people back from the dead. I think he did come back from the dead. Lazarus or this guy? <laughs> Maybe both. Possum? <laughs> Awesome. He was described as a little nuggety fellow. No, I get it. Nugget. Gold. gold. Darkish yeah. complexion. Flat chubby face with no nose bridge. What's a flat chubby face? I'm trying it's to think the of the opposite it. of yours. Like a perch. Mine's a skinny. It's like Juniper's face. Skinny angular face. It's like all mashed up and stuff. He was partly bald and his scalp showed many deep scars. So he's a looker. He was a man of jumbled moods and never quite happy. His special pastime was singing hymns, all set to the same one tune. How oh, freaking so he's been picked on. That's why he's not happy. He's got the whole <laughs> Sing another tune, <laughs> possum. <laughs> Leave me alone, guys. I'm serious. Very unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> they threw rocks at his head, so he's got the scars and that. 
What a backstory. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> he had two legal names, two wives, and called two nations home. Though he was born in the country Victoria, he... Sorry. Two wives. No wonder he's unhappy. Though he was born in country Victoria, not the country Victoria. <laughs> Sorry. I think. Why would you say that? I don't know. Having I just... two wives would be awesome. You have. I want to have like seven... I want to be in a Mormon relationship because then you've got way less to do around the house. Right? But no. Not, it doesn't isn't work. That what, isn't that why farmers husbands. just have heaps of kids? So the kids just don't all work around the farm. Yeah, but kids also create the mess too, hey? Oh, they're the worst. And if you have kids like us, oh, God, dad, dad. Not doing it, dad. It's not my mess. <laughs> so, though he was born in country Victoria, he travelled far, spending some time in the US where he married and converted to Mormonism. Oh, oh she got ooh. it. <laughs> He later I'm from Earth. He, he, <laughs> really, really quick. I'm from Earth. Have you heard about soaking yet? Soaking? Like the dishes? No, it's like mm. memes going around about uh, Mormons and soaking. Do we want to so know Mormons, you're not supposed to have sex before marriage, right? But you can... <laughs> <laughs> I can see. Sorry. Sorry, I couldn't hold that in. So you do this thing called... They, do they this couldn't either. This is like a myth. I'm fairly certain this is a joke. Oh, I fucking hope so. They do this thing called soaking where the guy just enters the girl. So because there's no intentional movement, it's called soaking. But then you get your friend to jump hump on the bed. So you jump on the bed. <laughs> so technically the two people aren't having sex. So Loophole. Yeah, you've got to soak and then you have oh. to have a friend to jump hump for you. And it's like when you call your best friend to come jump hump while you're soaking and then they said they're busy and then you find out they'll jump humping another couple. Are they really your best friend? <laughs> Imagine being their friend. How awkward are they? I'm getting tired, guys. You're done. Keep your legs are burning. <laughs> Just a little bit longer. The girl's asleep. Anyway, that was it. Soaking. That's weird. I know some people that'd be into that. Like lazy people. Which <laughs> is creeps. He later returned to South Sydney, helping with the construction of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Oh. Yeah, that's a little fun fact. In his letters, Lasseter described how he'd been looking for rubies in Central Australia when he was 17 and had stumbled across an incredibly rich reef of gold, which he hoped to rediscover. Sounds like he's full of shit. Yeah, because I don't just leave that and go, oh, I hope I rediscover Like, you know where you are. Where's your map? Mark it on your map, bud. Come on. Uh, I tried looking at the stars. <laughs> they're different. And they all, they're all bright. <laughs> I'm an extremely lazy person, but when it comes to multi-million dollars, which means I can be even more lazier in the future, like I will go to the nth degree to make sure I know oh, where I'm coming back God to, yeah. right? Like, mm, yes. it doesn't make any sense. Though he's low... Though his local member of parliament showed no interest in Lasseter's expedition, a subsequent letter to the workmen's union would turn the fortune in his favour. The Great Depression had taken its toll on workmen, which in turn had impacted their union. So when John Bailey, the union president, met with Lasseter and heard his claims, he did so with enthusiasm. After hearing a bit... So it's pretty much like everyone's got no money, so we're going to just jump at anything. Yeah. Yeah. After hearing about his time as a sea captain and his travels in Central Australia during his youth, Bailey became convinced that Lasseter's tale of rich, untapped gold mine was worth pursuing. He reminds me of that dude from The Mummy. That's what I'm envisioning. The the one that's just like, that sells... Who he's like the, the little fat guy, the little fat guy that's just end. like, I twenty uh, percent, okay, do you like? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Reminds me of him. It did sound quite like him. In it the did. Description. To protect my investment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Lasseter was employed as a guide in forthcoming expedition called the Central Australian Gold Exploration, or otherwise known as Cage, and accepted a salary of five pounds per week. The men recruited. What was money worth back then? Five pounds. Five pounds, yeah. A week. What's that in today's salary, George? Mm, 
American dollars or Canadian? Inuit. Inuit? Um, seven. <laughs> seven cubits? Cubits? <laughs> uh, I don't know how much five pounds would be worth back then. Somebody listening is and going, you're an idiot. <laughs> Trying to phone in. <laughs> the men They're the idiots. <laughs> the men recruited for Lassiter's journey were a diverse group and included a prospector, a pilot, a mechanic, and the aide-de-camp to the Governor-General. The team was to be led by Fred Blakely. Freddy! A very experienced miner and a prospector who eventually wrote the book about his experience with Lasseter called The Dream Millions. He found the real gold writing a book. In his heart. (laughs) (laughs) When when was this set? It's a Disney movie. When Um, was this set? When did this happen? uh, When was this? 1929. Oh, so like, Pa was almost born. So not super long ago. Was it? Almost a hundred years. He's pretty old. He's pretty <laughs> <laughs> <The> facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just, I'm getting old. Did you across the road? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> <laughs> the group planned to have their supplies shipped from Darling Harbour to Alice Springs, the official starting point of their hunt. Word of Lasseter's story and their journey to seek the reef reached the Thornycroft Motor Company, and the manager donated a vehicle for their use during the expedition. Kind of sounds like everyone's just like, oh, I'll put a little bit in there. <laughs> so if they actually do find something, yeah. get something out of Donates it. Donates a vehicle. It's, they rock up, it's a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> They're all wearing merch that say like VB on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tui's new. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I am so hot and thirsty after a day of digging gold. What's that? I have a Tui's new. Ah, oh, so refreshing. All better. <laughs> Hard earned new. thirst. Yeah. <laughs> Some kid just walks around going, dip, dip, dip. <laughs> I don't get it. It's, it's the, the VB song. song. Oh, I didn't. No, Did, still oh god. No. Oh, dun, dun, no, dun, you just dun, done the same dun, thing I just done. You just repeated what I done. <laughs> yeah, but I hear it now. I hear it. <laughs> A light plane was also procured and renamed Golden Quest for the journey, but an accident during takeoff led to its replacement by Golden Quest Second. <laughs> Oh, no, they didn't name it Golden Quest the Second. Golden Quest the Second. We're out of names. Let's call it Possum. Leave me alone, guys. <laughs> it quickly became apparent to Blakely and most of his team that Lasseter was not familiar at all with the landscapes. Another member of the <laughs> no team. Did, yeah. <laughs> Over there. Behind <laughs> that tree, that is not a tree. <laughs> Another member of the team described Lasseter's knowledge as the kind that comes from reading about an area, not from experiencing it firsthand. Uh, like the guys that train us at work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Throughout the journey, Lasseter seemingly did little to reassure the team or to ease their frustrations. He kept largely to himself, sleeping apart from the other members of the team and spending a lot of time writing in his diary. Dear diary. I, reckon he had I lied a, again today. I reckon he had a really weird hand that he just didn't want other people to notice. My strong hand. Something <laughs> like that. And he was just like, I want to see it. it. I don't think it's anything nefarious. It's just like that. his descriptions of the reef were vague at best and he seemed to possess almost no navigational abilities the expedition had set off on the 30th july 1930 and by the early 1931 lasseter would die of starvation in central australia (laughs) well he believed in himself so much yeah blakely grew too frustrated to continue and led most of his team back to alice springs lasseter was left alone with a bushman and a dingo trapper named paul johns imagine that is your career I'm a dingo trapper. Imagine how upset you'd be nowadays. Like you don't, it's like you're like a cowboy, you know, there's no need for you anymore. I have an iPad. (laughs) Gone with the parched. 
but the relationship quickly grew turbulent. Lassiter was determined to push on at all costs and having overtired their camels, decided to leave them with Johns for a few days while he continued his search. So he's persistent. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a typical like white man, right? <laughs> so he just just like is so arrogant. He's just, like, I'm gonna find it. I can just, just walk out of- here and find it anywhere, right? <laughs> Have just, so much faith in himself. I just thought of like the dingo trapper putting his finger to the ground and licking it up. Hide the babies. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. Oh, I get it, yeah. <laughs> Two days later, Lasseter returned to John's with a bag of samples he claims were from the reef. But a fight broke out between the two when he refused to let John see the proof for himself. Oh, <laughs> look at my you, hand. You can't look in my bag. Promise you'll trust me. <laughs> okay, I got something behind my back, okay? And I'm just going to need you to trust me. <laughs> Which hands it is. Yeah, because I he promise. <laughs> I promise I wouldn't show it. <laughs> you have to claw it out of my asshole. <laughs> John's called Lasseter a liar and left him in the wilderness while he returned to <laughs> Allen Springs. So everyone's just out of there. They're just yeah. giving up on him. Unfamiliar with the lay of the land and unable to speak any of the local Aboriginal language, Lasseter's last diary entry... So he's by himself? Or he's by himself. Oh. He's got his hand. His last diary <laughs> entry... He's got his bag full of something. His last diary entry is painted a picture of a desperate man. Didn't Did it say, too bad you can't eat gold? <laughs> did he actually paint a picture? Yeah, he drew one. That's <laughs> him with tears. <laughs> Though it's, it's just drawing of food. His arms are folded, it's not fair. <laughs> Though at several points, Aboriginal people provided him with water and shelter. Lasseter appears desperate for food. His diary offers several false goodbyes before it peters out to its end. Lasseter's writing is particularly harsh towards Blakely and his team. He goes on to write, I leave my everlasting curse on Blakely and Jenkins. Blakely for not sending the relief as promised and Jenkins for omitting that argarol. I don't know what argarol means. It's oil that you use in your car to make the leather soft. (laughs) So he went his camel saddle. (laughs) (laughs) The real treasure. Before his demise, Lasseter claims in his diary that he found the reef, pegging and claiming the area. Yeah, fucking, I bet he did. I did find it. That wasn't a complete waste of everyone's time. (laughs) However, the reef has never been discovered since, though Lasseter's expedition wouldn't be the last to try and find it. A party led by local station owner Bob Buck. Bob. 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 Oh, Bobby's on the trail. Get my cowboy hat and we'll go get him. He found (laughs) Lasseter's body and his diary, and it was returned to his wife, Renee, as per his last whistle. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point which one I don't want these old bones take the films out of his teeth get rid of them <laughs> give me the hand <laughs> I want the hand <laughs> the, two, the two wives just fighting over the hands <laughs> my hand you can have the other one I want the other one I want the hand this is the one who put the hair behind my chin. I was like now nah, come on ladies I'll take the hand can I see the hand <laughs> can I see the hand <laughs> Everybody leave. He's now. (laughs) Some good good meat left on his hand. So soft. Just just a finger. Just a finger. Just a little bit. What does Fitch do? Plants are a mo. What is it? Do you want the legs? What about his legs? You You don't don't need need them. I love that. Next minute, meet back on the how menu, does, boys. How does an urukai know what a menu is? That's what I was like. Have they been to a restaurant? We don't go that far. Yeah. People are like, what's a urukai? People know. Yeah, people do know. People should know. His grave was marked by a collection of branches, and a nearby tree was engraved with his name. Did he do that himself? Possum. 
<laughs> yeah, wonder. He is a well, he is a one-handed possum. <laughs> <laughs> His other hand was gnawed off by barb. <laughs> it was gnawed upon. Looked like it walked away by itself on its fingers. <laughs> How did you learn? I listen. <laughs> you pig eating son, son of a whore. <laughs> My mother <laughs> was pure woman <laughs> from a noble family. <laughs> oh, shit. And at least I know who my father, father is. <laughs> you pig eating son of a whore. There is no script in front of us. By the way, he cops it randomly. Oh, yeah. Just got to grab this arrow over here. Oh, my God, another arrow. How would I have known? Some of them, they were built up to, like, get you interested, and then they just killed him off real quick, and Mm. I was like, "Mm, no. There's 13 of them, though. Yeah, they had a few Had to kill him quick. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the 30th Warrior, by the way, in Kenya Bandera's movie. Go watch it. It's amazing. Got to give that a watch. (laughs) And then they laugh, and they get to that scene, and they're like, oh, my God, it's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Now listen. Now listen. A second team was sent in search of the reef, including two West Australian government geologists, Henry Talbot and Torrington Blatchford. Not only did they fail to locate any gold reef, but they reported they did not believe the area was gold-bearing at all. Despite the huge doubts cast upon its existence, interest in Lassiter's reef continued almost unabated and media coverage rolled in despite his death. The facts of the story itself fascinated the public with one paper describing them as reminiscent of a fictional gold rush romance story. The salacious details of Lester's personal life, particularly his two wives, and his only, only helped to fill the fire. <laughs> People will retell this story. Yeah. Kind of like when we'd retell Dad's story, be like, who did a weird hand? Sorry, he had a weird hand. And it talked. It'll be all weird. <laughs> like Jennifer Lopez from South Park. Oh, to me, you cut it, man. You watch in Wikipedia in about two hours. <laughs> Someone takes a photo of their hand and just texts his eyes on it. <laughs> Though the most popular retelling of Laster's tale, Laster's Last Ride by Eon Idris, appeared in 1931, a serious search for the reef was launched well into the 1970s. As recently as 2013, a documentary, Laster's Bones, documented a new search for the reef and dove into a range of controversies surrounding Laster's story proving that the enduring mystery surrounding Lassiter and his lost reef is one that continues to capture our imagination yeah. to today. It's literally a story about if you have enough confidence, <clears throat> people will yeah. just fucking... And people need... Oh, yeah. Very, very um, what's the word? Um, Easily, desperate. Yeah. Desperate for, obviously... Well, it was in um, the recession or whatever, the Great Depression, so people were just running out there everywhere yeah. looking but for But what it. was his motive? Like, he seemed That's, pretty successful in a way. I like, legitimately, why? like I said, I think he's just overconfident and he just was like, there's got to be gold out What was the end goal, though? Find some gold somehow. Yeah. He married two women, he had a weird hand. Like, I don't think he was all there. I think he was just like, just weird. head out and see what you can... Look, it's Australia, there's gold everywhere. Over there. And just go. Yeah. He just thought he was going to be lucky. He's probably been lucky his whole life. He survived the Great Depression. He's alive, he's lucky. Yeah, I just, I'd really like to sit down with him, you know, and just be like, what, do why? He sounds like a person that would lie to himself. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like and that's he, what it sounded like at yeah. the end. Like he was still there writing in his diary until he died. He's like totally so. It's like he's he's a Dunning Kruger graph. Where it's like the graph. It's like the crazy hot scale. It's usually that people that know the least about things tend to over exaggerate how much they think they know. Like in their own mind, I do it all the time. Yeah, you are a perfect example. Yeah, but like <laughs> <laughs> you're a modelling student. Wait. 
That was a really interesting one, Jod. Yeah. I really like it. Because I, I was like, I want to go searching for it. And now that I know that he was just a schmozzle. Yeah, I think it's cool, but I just call bullshit. Well, if anyone's saying. out there wanting to go on a gold hunt, just get your team together, go out there. <laughs> he pegged it, though. Don't sue us if you die. <laughs> yeah, it should, be, it should be marked pretty well. He was pegging something. <laughs> it was his hand. Fingers all rolled over. Well, it's great to be back. We hope to not be in lockdown anytime soon. Yeah, no, it'd be nice. No promises. <laughs> Enjoy, stay safe, stay away from stupid people. So don't come near us. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> listen. Don't sneeze in public, people. Look at you funny. Wash your hands. See you guys. See you all later. See you.